time. Premature. <laughs> Just the way Ryan likes it. Welcome into Just a Tip, a fantasy football podcast. <laughs> we are your tippers. I am Mac. This fat bitch. We got Matt IR Regan and Ryan the Tagless Haynes. No ride up tonight. <laughs> no uh, ride up ever. Never, never. Why is that? Free balling. I knew it. <laughs> uh, he's not wearing any pants right now. He's uh, below the screen. It's all party down there. <laughs> I, thought we were all, I thought we were all doing that. <laughs> oh, well, <laughs> wait, I missed that memo. I missed that note. <laughs> it was in the dock. Yeah. Uh, so, well, you know who got pants last night was the Baltimore Ravens. By Miami Dolphins, baby. Woo. I did not pick Miami to win. I thought they were getting smacked. So what a terrible game. I hope you guys didn't get screwed over by Gasicki and Gaskin like I did. Uh, but luckily, and you got a whole slate of games coming for you Sunday and Monday. We're going to get into them. Uh, we are recording on November 12th, 2021. Friday night. Because our high school game got moved to Thursday night. So I'm sorry that these episodes are late takers out there. So uh, we'll get these tips out to you real quick so you can win in week 10. Uh, you can listen to us on Apple, Spotify, Google, and Amazon. If you could download the episode, follow, and subscribe, you'd be much appreciated. You can watch us on YouTube at Just a Tip, a fantasy football podcast, and follow our socials at Just a Tip FFP. Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Be much appreciated if you share our tips with your friends and family. Let's get into some tip, flip, or flop. We got the trade deadline coming up, so you got some names for us to to tinker or to entertain trade ideas with. I do. So that's one thing, definitely a great call, Mac, is look at that trade deadline. Mm. Uh, My leagues, the trade deadline got pushed to December 3rd just because of the added game. Did it automatically in ESPN. So keep an eye on that. Um, Let's get to the first one. Mine just uh, was the NFL trade deadline in one of my leagues. (laughs) I was like, oh, wish I knew that. (laughs) Yeah, that sucked. Yes. (laughs) Anyway. Anyway. Flip me. Flip me over. Flip or flop, guys. You're going to tip your hat to a player, flip them. You're going to trade them. Then flop, flop them to free agency. Simple enough. So I'll get into the first one. We're only going to do three today. Uh, Damian Harris, guys, he is now in the concussion protocol. Uh, But he's been looking good in the past five games. He's had six touchdowns, double digits through mostly all of them. Uh, He's been killing it and really has been, you know, coming on. Uh, We all know that the Patriots run game, though, is not too consistent with uh, fantasy points, though. So, Ryan, are you worried about him? Are we trading him? Tip, flip, flop. Yeah, I mean, here's the thing about uh, Damien Harris is that he has had a good stretch over the last five games. Uh, he's scored in each one of those five games, but he's had some pretty favorable favorable matchups over that stretch, uh, including Houston, the Jets, uh, the Chargers, who are not great against the run, the Cowboys. Um, so I think right now is kind of the time to trade high on him. But context is everything. Like, you're going to want running back depth moving forward. So if you are pretty loaded at running back, you might be able to trade a piece like Damian Harris. But if he's your number two or your number three, 
I think you're kind of forced to hold on to him. What do you think, Mac? I, I think if you are trying to make a push to the playoffs, you should trade them. Uh, so flip them because you got week 13 Buffalo, then a bye week, week 14. So those are basically two bye weeks in a row. You do not want to start them <laughs> against Buffalo. And then he has Indy week 15 and then Buffalo week 16. So it's mm. not favorable. Ouch. If you can package trade them for a better piece or you picked up somebody like Mark Ingram off the waiver wire, uh, somebody to fill in for that third running back spot, I'd, I'd flip them. I like it. Yeah, I think that's a great call. I could definitely picture him being all right going forward, but not having these boom games of two touchdowns, 25 fantasy points. Um, let's get into the next one, guys. Robert Woods. So we all heard the news that we uh, talked about was OBJ uh, going to the Rams. Uh, Robert Willie, uh, Robert Woods, I'm sorry. Uh, I think he's 14th overall in PPR in wide receiver ranking. He's been doing pretty good. He definitely turned it on, at, you know, after like week four. He's been going steady. Great part of this team. High-powered offense. Is OBJ going to affect him? Are we worried? Mac, I'll start with you. Are you tip flip and flopping uh, Woods? Uh, it, it's a it's a tough call. I really don't think the OBG OBJ trade was say that ten times fast. Uh, that big a deal for him per se, but uh, there was a report I was reading that OBJ was really fighting him for the number two jersey. I don't know why. Do you guys have any idea why OBJ would want number two? Because he plays like shit. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I don't know if Regan knows that story. Never mind. Uh, <laughs> oh, I don't. Uh, oh, I do. You do. <laughs> <laughs> that joke did not land. Anyway. Uh, anyway, Ooh, no, I think Robert Woods is really going to turn it on uh, in the end of the season. If anything, OBJ is really going to hurt uh, Cup's production. So I would keep. I would uh, tip Woods, Ryan. I think I'm flipping Woods if you have a, a good trade partner. The problem with that right now is I think the OBJ news is going to scare off a lot of a lot of uh, players that you're going to try to trade with. And here's the thing about Robert Woods that concerns me. Yes, he's been consistent. Yes, he's wide receiver 14 on the season. But in the games that he has scored touchdowns, if he did not score that touchdown, <laughs> it, those all of those weeks would have been poor weeks. So he has four touchdowns this season. In those games, three receptions for 27 yards, four receptions for 48 yards, two receptions for 31 yards, and three receptions for 35 yards. So if he doesn't score touchdowns in those games where he's not highly targeted, you could see a lot of five, seven, eight-point performances, which could kill you down the road here. I am agreeing with you. I am flipping him if possible. Go off the uh, the recently good output and see if you can get something. Um, if you, I'm fine with keeping him on max note. Uh, if you can't, if the trade's not out there, don't don't force this one. Yeah, I, I'm not yeah. too worried. Um, the last listen, one, oh, real, real quick, Mike Evans has made a career out of you know having two or three mm -hmm. catches and a touchdown or two, so mm -hmm. he could continue this trend for the rest of the season. I don't know, but um, that's what worries me. Go ahead, Reese. That's that's a valid point right there, my friend. All right. Uh, third and last one for tip flip flop is Mike Williams, guys. S 
So what if I told you the past three weeks he scored four, three, and seven PPR fantasy points? And then what if I told you he's still number 12 overall for wide receivers in PPR? Mm-hmm. It's not good. So one, two, three, four, five in his last five games. Uh, that's also including the bye. Um, he said single digits every single game except for one. In that one game, he scored 41 fantasy points. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> four, four out of his last five, yeah. It's ridiculous. That was the time to trade him was when you knew mm-hmm. that he was going to oh, do yeah. this. So if you can still trade him and somebody really likes Mike Williams, go for it. Uh, flip so, him. Okay. I was going to say, use the right terminology. Yeah. Excuse me. I know. I know. I'm new. Ryan? I don't think you have a choice but to tip him because I don't think I don't think you're going to find a trade partner for him, especially now. And I have Mike Williams in, I think, two different leagues. And uh, when he was hot, I knew I should have traded him. I knew it. And I was like, no, maybe this is his year. Maybe this is it. (laughs) And I didn't. And now I'm sitting here like, do I play him or do I bench him? But you certainly can't drop him. No, sadly. Uh, I don't even want to say what. I'm trading him, but I'm going to try to wait for another game that he just produces. So he produces. And you got to not trade him. Use the right terminology. Oh, I didn't say it yet. Damn. <laughs> damn it. <laughs> you got me good. <laughs> got you on your own game. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm flipping him, and that concludes the tip flipper flop. Thank you very much for joining me. <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate it, man. All right. With that, let's get into jerk. let's get into the hurt lock. All right, we gotta go rapid fire here. Hurt locker. Yeah, I can do that for sure. Hurt locker and our takeouts. What do we got for the Hurt Locker? All right. I'm just going to roll through this real quick. So some guys Mm -hmm. to keep an eye on who have not practiced this week. Ramondre Stevenson, Damian Harris. They may not play. One of them may play. Who knows? Keep an eye out. Kyler Murray, game time decision. He did practice uh, in a limited capacity today. Yeah, he, he might be good to go. And DeAndre Hopkins did not practice all week. Out officially are these players, Sam Darnold, he's going to be out for a while. Alvin Kamara ruled out today. Antonio Brown, uh, Nick Chubb, another big name ruled out today. Chris Carson, Chase Claypool, and just a few guys to keep an eye on who are questionable right now. Chris Godwin, uh, Keenan Allen, Keenan Allen does look like he's on track to play. James Robinson also looks like he's on track to play, but just keep an eye out. Uh, CEH might be trending towards the doubtful uh, category. And... Um, Zeke, Antonio Gibson, Jarvis Landry, all questionable. Uh, but those last three guys, they seem to be in, trending in the right direction. We'll see. But those are the names you want to keep an eye on. And that is the Hurt Locker. Okay. <laughs> Appreciate it, With Ryan. Jake Gyllenhaal. That was – yes, you got it right this time. <laughs> oh, no, you did. No, you did. You got no, it wrong I again. <laughs> I <got> it wrong. <laughs> uh, oh, man, you fooled me again. All right. Here I am trying to multitask. It's not working out too well. Uh, NFC Week 10 matchups. We will get into it right now. Oh, man. I keep forgetting this drop, too. Come. Let us gingerly touch our tips. Yes. We're going to get our tips together, Come. boys. Let oh us gingerly God. touch <laughs> The second time around. I like it. Yeah. I don't know what it is happening. Tips everywhere. Tips all over. Uh, all right, 
Tampa Bay Buccaneers who are taking on Washington, who are two and six. One PM over under fifty one point five. Bucks are nine and a half point favorites. I'm a little we're nervous now because of uh Chris Godwin, Antonio Brown out. I'm a little sketchy with this. Uh Chris Godwin has a practice. I think uh, Antonio Brown has been ruled out. Uh, Taylor Johnson, any any interest in picking him up, Regan? Um, I actually did already. Did you? <laughs> yeah. Are you gonna you gonna play him? You gonna flex uh, him? I don't think so because Chris Godwin is leaning towards playing. Right. Uh, another player, like Ryan said, to keep an eye on though. Right. He's a, oh. one of those worst case. If you had two guys, like if I had Keenan Allen and Chris Godwin and they both weren't playing, yes, I am playing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, a guy that I want to play is probably Giovanni Bernard, Flexum. Or if you are hurting at running back with all the other running backs that are out, Chubb or Kamara, especially in PPR because of that pass rush from Washington, uh, look for some screen passes to Giovanni Bernard. More of a desperation play, but uh, he should be available out there. I'll look up his availability. Uh, Ryan. Ronald Jones, any interest in starting him? No, he hasn't produced all season. Uh, yeah. Leonard Fournette is clearly the number one option in the backfield. Mm -hmm. So no interest in Ronald Jones whatsoever. Yeah, Giovanni Bernard, 16% rostered. So I think you can get your hands on him. Regan, you like him a lot. You got to flex him. Gaskin, Tampa Bay, I think. McKissick for Washington. Antonio Gibson, uh, he's still dealing with his injury. I think he's going to get a lot of work, check down uh, yeah. plays and everything. By far, couldn't agree more. J.D. McKissick should have a pretty good game. You know, we all know once you get past this offensive line, meaning dump passes, the field's wide open with this poor secondary for Tampa Bay. So mm -hmm. I think he could eat away at this defense. Um, like you said, Gibson is dealing with that shin injury still, and his past two games have not been good. His percentage has gone down between – about thirty six percent at at uh, snap rate. E, not so. good. Yeah, I'd, even if he was fully healthy, I'd probably bench Gibson. Uh, Versus, yeah. Versus this line. Yeah, yeah. I'd rather take so my I gotta, chances elsewhere. I have a pretty good stat here for McKissick. Just an argument for him. So mm -hmm. Tampa Bay has the second best rush defense. They've allowed the second fewest uh, rushing yards this, this season. But they've allowed the sixth most receptions to running backs with, at 58. So yes. if you got a PPR style back, this is a good mm -hmm. play. I would much rather play McKissick over over Giovanni Bernard. But yeah, DFS? You know, good call. DFS play for sure. Taylor Heineke, Terry McLaurin are pretty much the only starters on, for me for Washington. Uh, you guys got anybody else for him? No, other than Logan Thomas isn't going to play. He was uh, right. a possibility to come off IR, but he has not just yet. Not yet. So Ricky Seals-Jones, yeah, I'm not, not too keen on it, but mm -hmm. they're going to have to pass to somebody other than McLaurin. So Tampa. Bucks. Tampa. Yeah. Tampa Bay. Okay. <laughs> All right. We also something different. Nice. Uh, <laughs> Ryan, what's the next matchup we got here? All right, so we got the Atlanta Falcons four and four at the Dallas Cowboys six and two one p.m. start. Uh, pretty high over under fifty four and a half. Dallas is an eight point favorite. So with with Atlanta, I think you're you're starting. You know, obviously you're starting Kyle Pitts, Cordero Patterson. So Dallas ranks twenty fifth in wide receiver points against. 
I think Gage is a decent play this week. He should get enough volume. Uh, and Dallas's run defense ranks in the top 10 in most categories, rushing yards against, rushing touchdowns against. Uh, they've only allowed one receiving touchdown from the running back position. I still think Patterson gets involved plenty, but I'm definitely sitting Mike Davis in this one. Just not a good matchup for him. And then on the Cowboys side, uh, Atlanta surprisingly is ranked fourth in receiving yards against, but they rank 27th in touchdowns against uh, to the wide receiver position. So I'm still confident in playing CeeDee Lamb and uh, Amari Cooper, but they could be touchdown dependent this week. Mm-hmm. Atlanta does let up a lot of points to opposing running backs. Uh, so if Zeke is healthy, he could have a big week, but he's kind of had this nagging injury throughout the week. Tony Pollard might be a decent option. I have him as a sit for now, but just, I don't know, monitor that situation. And I'm okay with starting him this week if you have to. Uh, and then Dalton Schultz. I mean, at this point, uh, the dude's third on the team in receptions. He just played the number one defense against tight ends in Denver and led the team in receptions and yards. So I think you can definitely confidently play him as well. And uh, I'm sitting Blake Jarwin. You guys have anything else you want to add to this matchup? What about Matty Ice? I'd play him. It's play I him. think it's the fifty four point five over under man. Uh, you want those points? I would start Tony Pollard over Mike Davis. I'm all set with Mike Davis. I'd rather Definitely. take the chance of uh, Tony Pollard breaking a screen pass for into the end zone. What about uh, what about Zacchaeus, the wee little man? Do we want to start him at all? Flex him at all? <laughs> no. For Atlanta? No, didn't think so. I'd rather not. I'd Don't rather chase not. those points. That's what I'm trying to get at. Could have just said that. It's cool, though. Yeah. Okay, cool. And Dak is an obvious start. I didn't say him, but Yeah, obvious. Dak, Dak, obvious, obvious start. Atlanta's Regan. a surprising 4-4, four and four, though. I am amazed by their record. They looked horrible at the beginning. <laughs> they're, uh, they're playoff bound right now. <laughs> Who isn't at this point? It's ridiculous. Even Miami's looking up. No, no, they're not. <laughs> <laughs> but they are on a win streak, though. So. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Believe that. <laughs> All right, who wins this game, guys? Oh, yeah. I'm going with Dallas. Uh, Blake Jarwin is hurt, Ryan, so definitely bench him. I was just don't play him then. So he's not gonna he's not gonna play. Ryan knew. Just make it sure. Uh, this is, I think this is going to be closer than everybody thinks. This might be like the upset of the week, but I'm going Dallas. Okay. Yeah, I'll take Dallas as well. Listen to me for my fantasy advice. Don't listen to me for my pick'em advice, but I'm going Dallas. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Reeks, what do we got up next? Uh, next one. Uh, this one this, this one has a lot to talk about. You guys always get the easy ones. This sucks. Uh, Carolina <laughs> Panthers, they're four and five versus the eight and one Arizona Cardinals at four oh five over unders forty five and a half Arizona fared by ten and a half. So a lot of news and news we talked about in the AFC breakdown. Uh, PJ Walker looks to be the starter, though Cam has now been reunited mm-hmm. with the Carolina Panthers. Wow. <laughs> yeah, we talked about enough enough about that, anyways, but. Let's just, uh, I just want to touch one thing. We're really only going to start uh, DJ Moore, Christian McCaffrey. I would like to keep an eye on DJ Moore because he did have a rib injury versus the Pats last week. Just make sure he's good to go. But I did want to touch on the time that Christian McCaffrey and Cam Newton had together. 
McCaffrey was drafted in 2017. Cam was obviously already there. And he played one real full season. Well, I guess he played his rookie season with Cam. It was teen. He had a deep, very good season. In 2019, Cam only played two games. And it was statistically Camara's, uh, uh, not Camara, McCaffrey's uh, best year without Cam. So my question to you guys is, so they had 2018, they both did pretty well together. But now Cam obviously can't throw as well. And I think that might be a problem. goal line carries and Cam stealing some. I think he's still going to have that workload, if not maybe more of a workload in the passing game, just because that's how Cam likes to throw. Mm-hmm. But are we worried at all? with this uh this pass game i mean i'm sorry this red zone game i i don't think i'm necessarily worried i think mccaffrey has so many different ways that he can accrue points and i think he's going to do that regardless so i'm so i'm not worried about it and he's their he's their best weapon the patriots didn't have a weapon like mccaffrey when cam was around he hasn't i mean he hasn't really played with a weapon like mccaffrey since the last time he played with him so <laughs> i i still expect really big things from from McCaffrey in this offense, even with Cam. And you think it's definitely a bump up from PJ Walker with Cam for this team? I'm I'm very interested to see how the dynamic is with this team. I'm not caught up in my PJ Walker tape, so I can't say definitively who I like better. We'll find out this weekend, but I I don't know. I got his name right on this podcast, so that's good. He just he has like he has the feel of a guy like a Taylor Heineke or Kevin Cobb or Matt Flynn guys that come in for like a game or two, post up some like ridiculous fantasy stats and then immediately dip once everybody kind of has some film on them. All right, I'll just keep moving. Uh, We're obviously going to sit Robbie Anderson until something shows up for him. Uh, Maybe Cam's better for him. Maybe he's not. We'll see. Uh, on the Arizona side, we have Kyler Murray, who Ryan talked about, and uh, DeAndre Hopkins. So definitely keep keep watching them, see if they are playing. Um, I am playing Kyler Murray if he's going to play. They're not going to put him out there if he's not pretty much 100%. It's they, they'd be dumb to do so. They're seven and one. They can they can lose a game. They can even beat the Panthers without him. Uh, so let's see. But A.J. Green did come off the COVID list. I don't know if he's going to want to throw to him after what happened last time. (laughs) But uh, Christian Kirk, I think, is a great play uh, PPR-wise if uh, DeAndre Hopkins is out. And then the biggest story is James Conner with uh, him being the number one running back there right now. Oh, my God. He went off last week after Chase Edmonds got hurt. He is now necessarily going to get both workloads because that's exactly what he got last week. So he went off on the pass game, went off on the run game. Carolina Panthers do have a decent uh, defense, but we saw what the Patriots did to them, so we'll see. Uh, I think James Conner is going to have a huge week, especially if Kyler Murray's a little hurt. James Conner, man. Running back 11. Who had that projected coming into the season? James (laughs) Conner as a running back one. It's unbelievable. I can't. I still can't fathom it. But uh, I do think you're right. I think Connor gets into the end zone. I think he has another solid game. I think Christian Kirk, because Hopkins is definitely trending in the wrong direction. So if he doesn't end up playing, Christian Kirk is a. It would be a fantastic play, uh, just for this week. Yeah, I mean, who who do you have winning this game? This is kind of this is a tough oh. one, Reeks. 
Yeah, I think it's simple. I I, th- I think it's Arizona without a doubt. I think PJ Walker is going to surprise people because they don't like like you said, nobody really knows about him. He is a running co- quarterback. He he'll be agile in the backfield, so I think that's going to cause trouble. But Arizona's defense is pretty good. They've done well. They're seven one for a reason. So uh, Arizona, would you agree? Yeah, I'm going to say Arizona, but this could really this should really uh, turn into a Colt McCoy versus PJ Walker matchup. And uh, if that happens, who knows, man? Who knows? Uh, Colt McCoy? They did it last week. They pulled off the W, but there's a reason uh, he's a backup quarterback in the league. So. <laughs> Great call, great call. Um, All right, I'll roll into this next one for Mac. So the Seattle Seahawks, three and five. That they are at the Green Bay Packers, seven and two, four twenty-five start. Over under is a, is forty-nine. Uh, I would probably jump all over that right now. Green Bay Packers, three and a half point favorite. So Russ is back this week, but Mac has some questions as to whether or not it's too. So this is if this is the right matchup to play Wilson to play Lockett. So he's actually thinking he might hold off on them if possible, but he thinks that DK is going to be a solid, uh, a solid play. Um, the Packers allow the seventh least amount of passing yards per game, which is a, which is a sneaky stat because you don't, when you think about the Green Bay Packers, you don't think about their, their secondary, uh, per se. So we'll see, we'll see what happens. I do have. Uh, Lockett and Russ going in a couple of leagues. It's a little risky, but I kind of have to play them. They, this is just a better matchup than, than some of the other matchups I have. Some of the other guys I have. Chris Carson's not playing this week. I would say Rashad Penny or Alex Collins. Who are you, who are you thinking there between those two running backs? Oh man. Alex Collins, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think I would agree with that as well. So you, you might have another week of Alex Collins. Um, but this is probably He's, it for him. Yeah, he was injured coming out of last week. Uh, it is told that he's 100% though now. So that's why I kind of stuttered for a second. I wasn't sure. But Alex Collins, he they were said he was good. He, I'm going with him. He's been the guy so far. No reason to part ways. Mac, which Seattle running back do you like this week? None. Perfect. Russell, Russell Wilson. <laughs> I nailed it. Russell Wilson. That's, that's, who, I would say. Uh, that's who I would say. Does he run uh, more right. with a broken hand? That's smart. Probably <laughs> just stick it out, keep the outside. So you're saying, free, I guess. you're saying hold on Russell and Lockett. Well, hold for on this week. If no, don't play them if possible. Oh no, I'm playing them. These are actually my notes, Ryan. <laughs> oh, all right, my bad. I was letting you go with it though. Reek says doing... no, uh, Wilson or Lockett. Yeah, we're doing great. It. Why are we not starting them? Well, you know, it's his first game back. He's got to get the cobwebs off. Uh, versus Green Bay, they're the seventh against the passing game. Uh, I'm just a little nervous. I it, Actually, it all depends on if Aaron Rodgers plays. Because I think it's going to be too much for Russell to play if Aaron Rodgers plays. He's not going to be able to keep up with them scoring-wise. Hmm. Uh, yeah, Rodgers, he might be a game-time decision. To- <laughs> the morning of, they might uh. find out. Uh, hopefully the day before, but yeah, I I don't know. I'm going. I'm living or dying with Russell Wilson. I gambled. I yeah. I got I got no other quarterback. I started Daniel Jones last week. So <laughs> hey, sneaky on Daniel Jones. Look at his final schedule. I know. That's impressive. I know. I know. 
But yeah, now Lockett needed this. Look for a boom game from both of them. I'm calling it now. Ooh. All right. I definitely feel better playing Russell than Lockett. But I'll let you finish the yeah. Green Bay, Ryan. <laughs> I'd agree. Yeah, they're rolling the Green Bay. Keep an eye on Aaron Rodgers, like we just said. Uh, Rodgers, Devontae Adams, Aaron Jones. Those are your three solid plays this week. Um, Seattle's defense has given up 290 yards uh, per game, along with a 94% passer rating. So wow. Randall Cobb might be in that mix. Uh, look out for him this week. Uh, are we playing A.J. Dillon this week, fellas? Any faith in him? Negatory. Uh, Last week was his game. Yeah, it's, it's not enough work. Not enough work for him. Just enough to take away from Aaron Jones. So, so that's frustrating. That is very true. Who you got winning this game? This is this this one actually is a tough one. <laughs> it is. Uh, I'm gonna go Seattle. Roger go. plays Packers. If he doesn't, Seattle. Sure. Yep, I agree with Reeks. Rogers plays. I got I got the pack at Lambeau. Makes sense. At home, yeah. All right, so we got one more game. Los Angeles Rams seven and two at the San Francisco 49ers three and five. This is Monday night. Over under is forty nine. Uh, I'd probably take the under on that. Take the over in the last one. Take the under in this one. Three and a half. Rams are a favorite by favored by three and a half. For the 49ers, Ayuk back to back weeks in double digits, boys. <laughs> Who would have thought we would say that at any point this season? So are we considering starting Brandon Ayuk this week? No. Oh, oof. I'm starting. Uh, yeah, I actually might because Debo is going to be on. Uh, he's going to be covered by. Oh, why am I? Ramsey. Ramsey. Yep. He's going to be covered by Ramsey. Brandon might be the guy. Maybe. Uh, Ramsey doesn't always lock up on somebody. But, yeah, I just – he might Ramsey might even be on Kittle. Ooh, uh, he did yeah. have a great game last week. Yeah, I just – I don't know. I'm rolling with rolling with Ayuk. I think Debo Samuel is actually going to be on the downward trend. And Ayuk will come up after his little uh, sit-down with uh, Shanahan over there. I like yeah, it. it's a possibility. I mean, with that said, I'm still playing Debo – Still, obviously playing Kittle. The Rams have allowed 53 receptions to running backs this season. So Eli Mitchell is still going to get his work. So if he doesn't do it on the ground, I think he's going to get at least four or five receptions in the air, uh, maybe 30, 40 yards receiving. So one way or another, I think he's going to get his points this week, and I think he ends up safely in double digits. Yeah, and as far as the Rams go, you got to keep. I think Matthew Stafford has been ruled healthy for this week, so I think I think that's safe. Yep. Uh, he did have a mild ankle sprain that he suffered uh, late in the game against the Titans last week, but it seems like he played through it last week. He's going to play through it this week. Um, obviously, you go with Cup, you go with Woods. Daryl Henderson has been on a roll, uh, and the 49ers are tied for the second least amount of receptions allowed to tight ends. So, with that said, even if they allowed the most receptions to tight ends. I would bench Tyler Higby. Yeah, I dropped him in one league. <laughs> Good call. Yeah, well, what's uh, his name from uh, from the Dallas got dropped? Uh, Dalton Schultz. I was like, what is this? <laughs> this is a bye week. You got to pay attention. That so, is a beautiful so, gift, man. Higby Was Higby your start and tight end? No, I actually have a Waller. Um, and then I was like, just had Higby just because. And then I was like, oh, what is this? Yeah, but this <laughs> team has like, uh, three flexes. So I was like, oh, I'm just going to play two tight ends. Simple enough. Hey, there you go. All right. Who we got in this one? 
Rams all day, every day. Yeah, Rams. They're going to come out and make a statement. I'm going to say Rams, and I'm going to say they cover the spread. Yeah. So and I'm going one... to say over. 49 does seem a little low, so I it, will say it over. It does, doesn't it? Yeah, I feel like that's a bit of a trap. But... Mm-hmm. We'll see. Know, there was news about Jeff Wilson leaving practice yesterday. Uh, they said he should practice today. I didn't hear news on this. He was... Yeah, limited. Uh, Jeff Wilson. He's yeah. Uh, Sony Michelle. Did we did we mention him at all? I would I would pick him up. I wouldn't play him, but yeah, uh, definitely pick him up with Daryl Henderson's uh, injury scare. And he's so. getting he's getting increasingly more workload. Uh, I still wouldn't I still wouldn't play Sony. I did I did have him in my mm-hmm. sits. Yeah, I yeah, just a stash. Just want to make note of that. Agreed. All right, leftovers. Yeah, I was going to say, if you made it this far on the podcast, uh, just follow our Twitter and Instagram to keep updated on uh, game time decisions for players and or coaches and whatnot. If something happens with them, uh, we change our mind on something. You got a pivot option. Just a tip, FFP. And like and subscribe to the video on YouTube. Uh, it be much appreciated. And download this episode on whatever audio platform you're listening. Leftovers. Ryan, do you have anything? Yeah, I I started watching The Harder They Fall on Netflix. Uh, I got about 50 minutes left and uh, I'm a little lost right now. I don't. There's a lot of like cheesy Western one liners mm-hmm. and uh, like little catchphrases uh, and not a ton of context within the dialogue. But I feel like they're kind of teasing, teasing you. So everything kind of comes together at the end. That's what I'm hoping but uh, so far, it's it hasn't been the best watch for me. Very highly, high, critically highly praised. Yeah, yeah, I heard. I uh, I haven't had much time to watch anything, so it hasn't been up there on the list. We've been watching Midnight Mass for like the past two months and still haven't finished it. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, haven't had the time with uh, coaching. It's just. Well, uh, too much time. Too much time taking away. I, obviously, that paid off because you got a big win last night. We did get a big win last night, leading to my left over there. Uh, suck it, Dedham. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was, a, it was a good win, so the boys did well. Uh, they came out flying, hitting. I think we had three turnovers. Or no, no, three interceptions and a fumble, I think. it was. So it was four turnovers total. It was good. Good win by them. Now we're on to, on the Thanksgiving. I love Thanksgiving football. It's coming up to that time, man. Uh, brings back some chills back when we were playing. It was great. Regan, you got anything for the leftovers? No, other than my Wi-Fi is horrible. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, now people will know that you left us for a second there. But oh, I needed a beer. <laughs> I needed a beer. That's what it was That's all true. about. I need some too. <laughs> Technical difficulties. <laughs> like a uh, a liquor store run. I don't have anything in the house. Not good. Oh, I just got. Uh, oh, that's one thing I did get that I'm pumped about. I went to my favorite brewery. Not a sponsor. Smug Brewery. Uh, mm. Chubby Rhino. Or, no, what is it? Chubby Unicorn, which is actually a rhino. Mm-hmm. On that's the my can. nickname. Chubby <laughs> Chubby Unicorn or Chubby Rhino? Chubby Rhino. Both. Uh-oh. <laughs> Both work. Every day. I'll switch every now and then. Come cool, on, man. <laughs>
<laughs> well, I'm pumped to have it. I'm saving that for the games this weekend. Yeah, right on. Right on. Uh, yeah, I didn't want to have any alcohol in the house because I thought Miami was going to lose by 40 last night. <laughs> but <laughs> smart. My fantasy team made me want to drink, and freaking Robert Hunt freaking stealing a touchdown from Gaskin, you prick. Whoa. The offense. Hey. Did you see that play? <laughs> Ryan. No, I didn't see it. Uh, tweet it out. Follow us at Just a Tip FFP, and you'll see it. Uh, he, he's going out to block for a screen, and he thinks the ball's tipped or something, and he catches the ball right oh. out of Gaskin's hands, and then it runs into the end zone. <laughs> well, flips into the end zone, and like over his head as he's upside down across the plane. Mac, uh, did best you illegal see touchdown ever? Sorry, go did ahead. Did you see at Miami their like their headquarters, whatever you want to call it, they already had that printed and <laughs> laminated on the elevator door. <laughs> the I guy do upside that. down <laughs> scoring. Those those guys who do that printing stuff, they're working right after the game to print whatever and put it all over the stadium. It's hilarious. It's amazing. Uh, hey listen, I just want to end with this. You know, yes. good luck to all you fantasy owners this weekend. Sometimes those wins are hard to get, just like Max Mom. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, it's hard to get uh, because she has higher standards than your five <laughs> height over there. Wow. <laughs> oh, who do you think gave me the nickname Chubby Rhino? <laughs> <laughs> this is my favorite episode so far. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's oh, quite the man. gem. Quite the gem there. Uh, I, I got no comeback, Ryan. I'm not even going to try it. That was good. That was good. Listen, I you're like not it. the only one that can come up with these things. I'm telling you, man. Uh-huh. I just need 62 episodes to think of one. Yeah. Quite the journey. Oh, man. Appreciate you guys All supporting right. us. You have a good night. Good luck. It's week 10. You might still be in it. You might be borderline. Just keep at it. Good night. And the episode good night. already. Well, Dak, here's the deal. I'm the best there is, plain and simple. I mean, I wake up in the morning, I piss excellence.